Welcome to The Conversation. I'm Chris Byrne, co-host of The Playground Podcast, along with Richard Gottlieb. And this is a series of quick conversations that we're having on an ongoing basis about topics in the toy industry. These first appear as the end caps on our regular podcast interviews, but we think they might be interesting for you to listen to in a standalone basis. Today, we're talking about the fact that kids aren't in schoolyards during COVID-19, and that may have implications for the toy industry. Richard, you wrote a really interesting article on Global Toy News that you're calling The Deserted Schoolyard, What It Means for the Toy Industry and for Kids. And I found this particularly fascinating and really important for people to pay attention to. Uh, Give us a sense of what you were writing about. The schoolyard is the um, social network for, for kids. It's where children go and exchange ideas and where kid influencers Uh, in their natural habitat, (laughs) without a lot of adults around, share their passions for toys, entertainment, you know, video games, movies, etc. I remember when I was in elementary school, some kid brought bullet shells to class. They 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 were fired. They weren't bullets. They were bullet shells. They were brass and shiny. And I was thinking like, wow, really? Want to have some bullet shells? <laughs> well, that, that didn't go out well at home. But <laughs> my, my my point is is that there are very, there are kid influencers, and when we see fads like uh, silly bands, uh, fidget spinners, etc., these don't become popular because of a marketing campaign. It's it's because some child and some playground went to school with one of these was so influential that other kids wanted the product and then it migrates from playground to playground from town to town state to state and ultimately country to country and so we are losing that right now and to the most part school is not in session i don't think that being at home and being distant via the internet uh, is the same experience as physically playing uh, with other children. I completely agree. And I think that after I read your article, I was starting to think about, well, what are the influences on kids right now? Certainly we talk a lot about social media and TikTok and all of these things. And they're really good at building awareness. So kids are aware of them. But what really builds demand is word of mouth. And word of mouth is person to person. And it's that it's that kid you mentioned on the playground with bullet shells or Shopkins or LOL surprise because kids want to be part of their community. And that's something that's inherently human is this nature to belong to a community, identify with a community. And for kids, that's very often expressed in we have all these similar toys, whether it's Hot Wheels or whatever. And you look at some of the big fads of the past, things like Pogs, the papaya, orange, guava, cardboard things. I mean, it was a disc of cardboard, and yet they were all over the place. Beanie Babies as well. Remember Clickers? Remember clickers? Absolutely. Clacker, clackers. Those, those, uh, they were acrylic balls that you had and you smashed them together. And, uh, I bought a set recently on Amazon just, uh, to show my nieces and nephews how insane we were. That actually started out as a, an indigenous Australian weapon. That's where that, wow. that's where that came from. But yes, all of these things, because I want to be like so-and-so I want to be cool and we have lost that. And where does that come from now? And Chris, I, I think that someone might say, well, what about Ryan? 
this kid who has turned being an influencer into a multi-million dollar business. And I think the huge difference is that on the playground, it's, it's innocent. Nobody's paying these little kids to go out and promote something. It's truly uh, sharing a passion. And, and I think the innocence is just not there on TikTok or, or, or on uh, YouTube, et cetera. I think the word you use, passion, is, is absolutely completely right on because it is that human connection that we make through the toys. And even if you're watching something on a video, you're still not connected to it in a personal way. You become more of a passive observer as opposed to an active participant, which is what happens on the schoolyard with a lot of these toys. And so we have undermined that kind of personal casual network for kids. So it does make it more of a challenge for something to take off. I think it's going to hit us in a little bit in the pocketbook because there really is no hot toy this year. There's no kind of populist hot toy that comes from the bottom up. But it's also, uh, it's sad for kids. I'd just be really glad when this thing's over. Well, I think that's one of the big issues that a lot of people have been talking about is what is the social emotional impact and the really cultural trauma that has happened because of everybody being separate. And it's not just like we moved into this. It was all of a sudden, it's kind of like the Berlin Wall, right? You go to bed one night and you wake up the next morning and the world is different. And once again, what we see is we really can't wait to get back to whatever quote unquote normal is going to be and be able to be together because that's how toys and human interaction really does happen. The Playground Podcast and these conversations are supported by Global Toy Experts, Kid Stuff Public Relations and The Toy Guy. We sure appreciate your listening and look forward to hearing from you about topics you'd like us to cover in future conversations.